0: I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to graced health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating movement and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. All right, first of all, happy new year. And second of all, it has been so long since I have recorded an episode, I had to go back and look at my notes for that intro. It's It's been a while. <laughs> oh, gosh, I am coming in January 11th for the first episode of 2022. Truth be told, this is probably 11 days late, honestly. But I just I needed some time off after launching my book, Your Worthy Body in November, and then doing all of the things of the holidays, I just needed to be able to take a little time off, which I greatly enjoyed, I got to spend some time with my parents, they came in for a while. And then I headed to Phoenix to root on my Oklahoma State Cowboys in the Fiesta Bowl, which was a fantastic game. So fun at the end, we pulled it out. I tell you what, I've said it before, I'll say it again, never doubt our coach Mike Gundy in the second half. They came from behind and gave us a really fun game. Then from there, my girlfriend who lives in Phoenix took me camping, which I it was kind of my first time camping. I've done it once before when my youngest son was on Cub Scouts, but it's been a really long time because that young son is now 16. I am the kind of person who will get out and just get gritty and grimy and I'll, I, I will do whatever. And then, then when I'm done, I want to take a shower and sleep in a comfortable bed. Instead, we did not shower and we slept in 37 degree weather and actually recorded a bonus episode that I'm hoping to air later. And it was so fun. And I did not freeze because she had really great equipment. So this is the friend that if you are ever wanting to be introduced to camping, my friend Marnie is the person to do that. But that's not why we're here today. One of the things that I have been doing and binging on over the last few weeks is listening to the 10 things to tell you podcast with Laura Tremaine. Sadly, she has actually wrapped that up. But I highly recommend all uh, I haven't listened to all 150 episodes, but I've listened, I really listened to a lot of them right at the end. And she had all of these lists of things. And the last one was 10 things to tell you, but she had Things to think about and just really kind of self reflection as one year closed out and another one started. And I kind of started thinking, what if we did this from a health perspective? What if we sat here at the beginning of the year and asked ourselves some questions so that way when the year closes, We'll kind of know where we stand and if we are standing at the point where we wanted to. So today I wanted to give you five questions to ask yourself in the new year as we are getting going and hopefully will help guide you and gently guide you in your health, whether it's your eating or your movement or your body image or or whatnot as you navigate 2022. I don't know what the year holds for you, but you know, chances are, if the last couple years are any indication, things are going to kind of get a little dicey, may not go exactly as planned. And I just want us to give us some thought ahead of time. Now, I'll tell you that as I was making notes to this, I actually had 10 questions and realized that the first five were really more from an overall perspective, overall health. And then the last five were, ways to be kind what i call being kind to your future self and i did not coin that i actually got that term from a mentor of mine named Kathy Lip and i don't know if she coined it or not but that's where i heard it first so that's who i'm going to give credit to but ge- being kind to your future self so i have some things there to uh, to think about that maybe you haven't that's on the next episode but this episode is just the questions to ask yourself as you're thinking about your new year and again I probably should have aired this a while ago, like eleven days ago, but eleven days ago I was in Phoenix and I was having fun and I was watching the Oklahoma State Cowboys and I needed a break so I hope you can forgive me that this is a little late I think it's still applicable and uh, gives you some different ways of thinking about your movement and in nutrition and body and all of that as we go along so let's dig in. Number one, there is a quote you've probably heard of from Stephen Covey that says, begin with the end in mind. So the first question is, what will define success for you at the end of the year? And I really want to emphasize for you, because your goals may be different than your partner's goals, or your friend's goals, and your definition of success may be different. I've talked about this before, but I want to just really quickly go over it again. And that is the difference between intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. That's really hard to say all at the same time. But intrinsic motivation is basically uh, doing an activity for just the satisfaction that it gives you rather than for a consequence. Conversely, Extrinsic motivation is something that you are motivated by an external factor that's pushing you to keep going. So an external motive factor might be you are exercising to lose weight. Or maybe it's when you go out to dinner with your friends and everybody is getting a salad and you really, really want the chicken piccata, but because everybody's getting a salad, you choose that. That's a more of an extrinsic motivation. Whereas with the intrinsic motivation, you order the salad because you want the salad, because you like the way that it tastes, or it has those pepitas on it, or goat cheese, or you know, maybe it's something that you don't ever take the time to make for yourself. And so you want to get it and enjoy it. So that's more of an intrinsic motivation. Now, in terms of defining success at the end of the year, from our health perspective, that can look a lot of different ways. Maybe you have particular strength goals, maybe you want to do a certain amount of push-ups, or bench press a certain amount of weight, or squat a certain amount of times, or lunge however long. I mean, the list can go on and on and on. But it's that measurable. You know, we've all heard of the SMART goals: specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. It's that measurable thing that you can do with a strength goals. Maybe it is a goal like a half marathon. Uh, Here in the Houston area, we tend to have running season or race season that starts in the fall, because that's when it's finally cool enough to run 13 miles, at least for mortals like me. But, But it might be that you want to start training and complete a half marathon maybe you just want to try something new. I'm actually toying around with the idea right now of trying different home-based programs. So number one, I don't have to think about things. And then number two, uh, I thought it might be interesting to bring my experience and my lens from an educational trainer perspective, to you and let you know what I think of these. And if I think that it's something that I recommend or that I think that you should try, which, you know, for whatever it's worth, try whatever you want. But anyway, defining, so maybe I, you know, again, this is something I'm toying around with. Don't hold me to it. But I thought maybe I'll just try a new program every four to eight weeks. And that will be my goal. And that will be if I'm successful or not at the end of the year, I will have done several. different programs and reported back to you and let you know what I thought about them. I will say that my success at the end of 2022 will look exactly like the end of 2021, which was to stay injury free. For way too many years, I had some sort of injury on some part of my body and had to back off of what I was doing, change my plans, recoup And uh, repair my injury in one way or the other. And I'm really hoping to avoid that. I was successful in 2021. And and I will go through that in point number two, which leads into um, leads, we'll just go right in there. So number two, so the first question is, what will define success at the end of the year? And I'm just going to pause. I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to pause and let you think about what will define health success at the end of the year. all right, I know that's awkward, but it helps because if you're like me, you don't think about things, you just keep going. So I hope you've defined your health success. Number two, what do you need to get there? Now, again, I'm speaking from the health perspective, movement, eating, mindset, all of that kind of stuff. Maybe you need to hire a coach or a trainer there are different types of coaches out there. There are nutrition coaches, there are life coaches, there are physical training coaches. I mean, I would put myself in that pers- in that category more of a training. Uh, but having someone to hold your hand and guide you through is incredibly helpful. I reported way back at the end of season one, my experience with hiring a nutrition coach, and that was really helpful. I still abide by a lot of the principles. Uh Didn't don't do all of them, and that's okay because that works really well for me. But hiring a coach is definitely a pride. Uh, swallowing activity, at least it was for me, but it can be really, really helpful. So maybe that's something that you need to do to get there. Maybe you just need to do something simple, like find an accountability group, find a cup. And when I say group, I mean, like two or three people, you can do more if you want. I personally prefer more, more intimate groups. But just getting someone where you can just talk about things and be accountable to each other uh, can be really helpful on keeping you on track. Maybe you need something that I had a couple years ago that we called a revelation partner. And this was with my friend Barbara, who we call Bob. And she and I as we were walking through things with our movement and our eating, we would just send text messages or I'm sorry, voice memos back and forth to each other on just things that we had witnessed. And we didn't we didn't hold each other accountable, but it allowed us to process what we were learning and to verbalize it. Because I think that there's a lot that goes along in the brain that I'm probably not schooled enough to speak on, but that can really help just organizing your thoughts and speaking it out or even typing it out. That can be really helpful in terms of identifying what's working, what's not working, all of that kind of stuff. And I will post a link to that uh, revelation partner episode down in the show notes. Maybe you just need to enlist the help of an adventurous friend. If your definition of success at the end of the year is that you I don't know, climb so many mountains or do some interesting things, then find a friend who will be just as excited to do that as you will. And that will keep you going. Another thing that maybe you can consider to get you there is track your habits. There's a lot of power in that. You know, I'm a huge grace giving person. So if you miss a habit, that's okay. Just pick it up the next day. But I do know that there's a lot of brain science in terms of checking that off and seeing the check marks that you go and that can help you make those small habits to keep going and get more of a, um, you know, have the little small things that add up. Uh, maybe you need to list some affirmations about um, who you are, you um, what you stand for, what you want to do, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, maybe it's just having the same prayer every single day or every single week to help keep you focused on what your success is, where God is calling you to be at the end of the year. So those are some different things. Now, I talked earlier about defining success at the end of my year as being injury free. What I do from a health perspective with that is. I do a lot of mobility. And this will be in my warm ups, this will be in my cool downs, I will say I have an advantage, I'll just admit that that I do have an advantage, because I will guide my clients in mobility as well. And so I just do that with them. So I get a little bonus work, but I still do it myself in my own workouts. And I'll do a full mobility workout once a week, just as one of those lower impact days. But that allows me to listen to my body. And then the other thing too, is, as life goes along, there will be days, and I don't know when they'll come, but there will be days that I physically just feel beat up. I feel like I've worked really hard or something, it's just been too much of something. And part of that is adapting and adjusting from what the plan is. This past week, I spent a lot of time thinking about what my schedule is going to be. And I'm going to talk about that in the next episode in terms of being kind to your future self. But I plan in everything in my schedule. And so I know what days I'm doing hit, what days I'm doing strength, what which strength... Or area I'm focusing on on my strength days, what days I'm walking with my friends. And I have that planned out. Will I 100% nail it every single week? Uh, no, like, no, this is a Christian podcast, so I won't cuss, but we'll just say, heck no, <laughs> that won't happen. So, you know, you've got to adapt. Now, some of that might be scheduling, and some of that might just be because my body is not ready for that HIIT workout. I have really encountered that in the last couple months, just you know, it's not like the holidays were stressful, but it's just different. And there were days that I just couldn't get geared up to do that. And so I, I adjusted and I did a different workout. And that's something actually I will also talk about in the next episode with being kind to your future self. So we'll just pause. I'm not going to talk about that too much. I'm going to go on to number three. How do you feel right now? Right now, as you are thinking about 2022, as you are thinking about January or first quarter, how does your body feel? Are you full of energy? Have you taken a lot of time off and you're like, you're just bounding and bursting at the seams and ready to move a lot? Okay, that's good to know. Or maybe are you bloated? Are you inflamed? Have you been indulging and you know, look, we all do that. I have definitely had that. I I have been too. I'm a little inflamed right now. I'm a little bloated right now. And so I'm easing things in, but I have to remember that how I am feeling needs to match what I am doing, because if it's not in equilibrium, then something is going to get off. And then I will probably get injured, which is not my definition of success at the end of the year. So again, for me, it all goes back to injury free maybe this is airing on January 11th, And maybe I'm like, I recognize that this is probably this probably should have aired two weeks ago, but I just was taking some time off. And it might be that you are 11 days into your however you are eating right now. And you might be hungry. It may be that you are not consuming enough calories to move in the way that you are wanting to move. Again, back to that equilibrium and figuring out it's, it's tricky. And there is no particular formula for eat this and expend this. There are guidances for sure. But if you are like super hungry all the time, then that's going to impact your workouts. I mean, I will typically exercise before I have my first meal of the day. But that doesn't mean that that's how it always goes. Because there are times I'm like, I'm not going to get the kind of workout that I want to get in if I don't eat something. And I have, I'm like, I've literally had a teaspoon of honey before, just like straight glucose, just to get some energy. And, and that sometimes is enough, (laughs) but that that's going to impact how you are feeling right now will impact what you're wanting to do today. And it might impact the short term of what your physical or, um, you know, nutritional goals are, or, you know, in general, what your health goals are. So keep that in mind. And the other thing I want to point out is, you may have been moving, you may have continued eating well, and drinking your water, and all of that. But it might be you're feeling really emotionally beat up right now. And that will absolutely impact how your body feels. Do not neglect that. There's a lot of different ways and I won't go into all of them. But there's a lot of ways that we can feel emotionally beat up after the holidays, you may have lost someone, you may have challenging relationships with family members, you may have been disappointed in something. And number one, you know, let's, let's get some help. If that's what you need, you know, therapy, but feeling emotionally beat up will absolutely impact how your body moves. This is something I'm learning about. I've had some really great conversations, upcoming conversations on the podcast you're going to learn about. But that's something to consider. If you are entering your day thinking, I am just don't have it in me, then take it down. Do some mobility. You know, I have in your worthy body, I have a full 30 minute mobility workout. And if you don't know what some of the stuff is, you can use that QR code and go and do it with me. There's a full 30 minute video that you can do that mobility. Find a YouTube, uh, I'm sorry, find a yoga on YouTube, go for a chilled walk, something like that. But those are the kinds of things that you can do depending, I mean, if you are feeling emotionally or even physically beat up, again, it's January 11th, you may have been really knocking it out of the park from a fitness perspective. And maybe you haven't given yourself some of those recovery days. I hope you have. If you're with me, you know that I want you to do that. But consider that too. So how do you feel right now? That's number three. Number four, does how you're feeling, and this is, I kind of talked about this some already, but does your how you're feeling match up with how you're planning to move? So if you are sitting here and you are stressed and you haven't had much sleep, maybe you're inflamed, bloated, all of that kind of stuff, this is not the time for an intense slam your face against the wall session. This is not the time to go jump on boxes and try and PR how high you can, you can jump. This is the time to allow yourself for a transitionary period. It doesn't mean you won't get there. It just means that you're stepping more slowly into it and you're giving yourself a gentle transition from point A, where you were, however you're coming in, to point B, which is where you want to be, which is where you're headed to, to achieving that success at the end of the year. Now, conversely, if you haven't done very much done a whole lot over December, and you're like, I'm ready, I am feeling it, I am ready to go, then go. This is a great time to take it up a notch, listening to your body. Maybe you feel good, like you can do a few extra box jumps, or you can feel like you can do some extra squat jumps or run a little farther or something like that. If your body's like going along and feeling great, then do that. I would not say go significantly farther, but 10% more, go for it. So if you're having a lot of energy, then this is the time that you can meet your body where it is. Number five, how do you want to feel when you're done with your workout? If you'll notice, these questions really are like an inverted funnel or like a funnel, I guess. They start more broad and then you're pulling it in. So now what I'm talking about is when you're done with the workout that you are doing, today, tomorrow. And this is something that you can always ask yourself. We all have different goals in that. It might be that you're super stressed and things are just going haywire and you just need to breathe and slow things down and reconnect with your body. So it might be that a yoga is fantastic, or it might be just get on the foam roller and get in touch with the areas that are needing some attention with gentle foam rolling. Maybe it's mobility. I do, I'll do mobility a lot when I um, when I kind of just need to take it down a notch and I get some music in my ears and it's just nice and calming. Maybe you want to feel really energized and jazzed up for your day. Maybe you get up first thing in the morning and you know that you've got a lot going on and you're just kind of ready. So that might be a great time to add in some cardio or to do that. Go for a run, go for a swim, go get on the bike, um, get on the, the Stairmaster. There's all kinds of different things, but just getting that consistent movement, that it's not too intense, it's more of an endurance movement, that might be the ticket for you to feel energized when you're done. Maybe you want to feel strong. Maybe you're you're feeling kind of uh, you know, defeated, and you just want to come out with like a strong feeling, like yeah, I got this. As a side note, by the way, one of the side, one of the things that Spotify does at the end of the year is it tells you, it get like gives you this whole annual assessment of the music that you listen to, and it said in general, the music you listen to is joyful and confident, and I thought they nailed that. <laughs> joyful and confident. That is exactly what I'm sure it's shooting for. But maybe that's how you want to feel when you're done and you want to feel strong and joyful and confident. So lift some heavy things. Do some things, do some amazing things with your body weight. Um, do whatever it takes for you to finish up and go, yeah, I feel strong. I feel confident, I feel joyful, because I was just able to do all of that. And again, you can adjust how you were planning on working out to how you want to feel because we all feel you know, our calendar doesn't have a a running ticker mark of our emotions, our calendar doesn't have knowledge of that unexpected, horrible project at work that just went awry, or with our children, or that our children wanted, they had a, a meltdown, and we needed, you know, drama, and you needed to, you know, spend some time with them. So th- that's okay, like, adjust, adjust, right? So like, up all night, dealing with the ch- kid situation, and helping, you know, helping to coach them through things. Maybe yoga is the right thing for you today. I'm just saying. Or maybe you need to kind of get your mind right and do some cardio. I don't know. You choose. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to give you some things to think about. But those are five questions to ask yourself in the new year as you, you again, from a health perspective, I'll go through them really quickly. Number one, what will define success at the end of the year? Number two, what do you need to do to get there. Number 3, how do you feel right now? Number 4, does how you're feeling match up with how you're planning to move? And number 5, how do you want to feel when you're done? So I encourage you to take these questions, think about them today, and then continue thinking about them as you go throughout your year as you go throughout 2022 2022. Because I tell you what, if there's nothing else we have learned from the last few years, it's that things change. And plans always don't go as we think they are. And vision boards don't always come to fruition. So adapting, adjusting is really important in order to get us to where we want to be at the end of the year and, and be successful in however that is. Now, if you are looking for a different way of thinking about your body, your movement, your food, I would really love for, to get a copy of what I'm kind of calling my life's work thus far into your hands. My book, Your Worthy Body, is designed to give you balance Freedom and grace. And it has plenty of nutritional science, exercise science, and some scripture kind of interlaced within to help you along the way, as well as plenty of workouts and recipes and journal prompts and all kinds of other stuff. And if you've already read the book, I would be so appreciative of a review on Amazon, especially if you have purchased it directly from Amazon. Those are really helpful, and Amazon really likes it when you purchase from them and then review there. It's called a verified purchase. So, just a little insider information. At the end of most episodes, I'd like to leave you with one simple thing, because I know I give you a lot sometimes just one simple thing to remember about this episode. And that is the small choices that you make with regard to your health will add up over time to help you be successful at the end of the year. Sometimes those choices are sticking with your plan and sticking with your program. And sometimes those choices are choosing to do something different based off of how you're feeling. And I'm here to tell you, that's okay. All right, that is all for today. Go out there and have a graced day.